Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, And binge on those videos, which which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome to Trade Show University, the ultimate resource for marketers, planners, and business owners looking to create results, increase revenue, and maximize their ROI for upcoming trade shows. We'll help you navigate the complexities of trade shows, set the right goals, find true success, and get the most out of each experience for you and your team. It's time to get your PhD in ROI with your host, the man with over 25 years of trade show experience, Jim Cermak. So welcome everyone to Trade Show University, or as it's known these days, Virtual Trade Show University. It's all about going virtual. That's the world we are in right now. Webinars, conferences, trade shows, all virtual, all online. Uh, as much as I want to get back to the live events again, because that's really where the magic happens when you're getting face-to-face with somebody. But we are virtual now, and we have to make the most of these opportunities that we have. When we have someone on the other side of the screen there, we're bringing them to our events. we got to make the most of that. Uh, you know, it is the key to success. The key to success is, is making those, those connections but we've got to get people there, right? <laughs> if you think about it right now, look, if you remember your inbox, your email inbox over the past week or two or the past couple months, how many invitations have you gotten to webinars and virtual events and virtual summits and <laughs> anything virtual? We get them every single day and they all sound fantastic. So how do you pick the right ones and, and uh, how do you get, if you, and if you're the one that's, that's hosting these things, how do you get people there? How do you get people there? And that's why I am so excited because this, is, this topic is so critical. I'm excited to have my, my guest on today. My guest is, he's an expert in getting people to events, getting people there in, in marketing, and also about building your personal brand. And he's going to explain why that's so important to all of us uh, when it comes to running these online meetings. And when we get back to face-to-face again, how important your personal brand is and building that up. But uh, we, so we've got a lot of, lot of road to cover here today. So really excited. My guest today is Corey Carter. Corey is the COO of Hindsight Hacking Media and he's the co-host of the podcast, Hindsight Hacking. At Hindsight Hacking Media, he provides business coaching, sales funnels, graphics design, logo and branding work, Facebook ads, social media content and execution, and all things podcasting. My gosh, he does so much. It sounds like a one-stop shop. Can't wait to, to learn. And I heard a story uh, about how his age, agency was accidentally created. So I hope he's going to uh, share that with, the, with all of you today. So Corey, welcome to Trade Show University. And say hello to all the trade show warriors out there. Uh, Jim, thank you so much for having me. Trade, so, trade show warriors, what's going on? Thanks for listening today. 
Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Awesome to have you here. I love, uh, love the energy that you bring and, and the work that you do. So, but we're all about trade shows here. At least we used to be, but now we're, we're all about virtual. It's that it's making those connections. You got a group of people in front of you or on the other side of the screen, making those connections. So tell people a little bit about, about your background, especially relating to trade shows and events. Yeah, definitely. Thank you again. Thanks for having me today. Uh, and, and so I am one of these online entrepreneurs now that transitioned and I'm, I'm glad I transitioned because of everything going on today. But, but I spent actually 25 years in the restaurant industry, uh, traveling around the country, operational items, truly uh, helping restaurants open, uh, helping them close, unfortunately, helping them operate, helping, helping all kinds of things, going to restaurant shows all over the place in Vegas and Chicago and Florida and uh, Orlando, I guess I should say. And, and uh, the one thing that never changes, no matter what, it's the human connection. No matter what, it's the face-to-face. -face. The amount of relationships uh, that you can form in person, is, is, it's, it's almost second to none. Right. And, uh, you know, and so my, my business partner and I, we actually, we transitioned out of the restaurant industry. We transitioned into more coaching and one-on-one -on -one type stuff, seminars and trainings in person. And, uh, you know, then I guess, like I said, I, I got lucky and I started stumbling across uh, the online world and in 2019. So not too long ago, July, 2019, I, I found ClickFunnels. I don't know if anybody sees the hat. I guess there's no video yet, but I found ClickFunnels and I was hooked. Started actually learning all the different things that we could do online. Uh, definitely had paralysis by uh, analysis by paralysis or whatever, however you say it, right? Like I was stuck with so many good things because as you mentioned before, there's so many things going in our inbox and so many trainings and webinars and, and I was, I was inundated with it. Uh, and then you know, we, we spent many months trying to figure out exactly how do we transition our skills and stuff that we were doing offline to online. And, and you know, and then the, the whole piece that when everything came together, we figured out pretty much who we wanted to serve. We niched, niched down with that exact person. And, you know, it, it, then we started our podcast. So for anybody that's trying to make relationships, you got to find some way to go and make that connection, some way to go be that authority, right? I love podcasting. I love listening to podcasts. And so it made perfect sense to me to go be on a podcast and run a podcast. And I do it with a partner that makes it a lot easier because uh, I, for one, love the human connection. I love having the conversations. I'm not as good if you're just talking with nobody else around. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, so we, we started the podcast and, uh, you know, then we, we were doing different trainings and, and we found different avenues and we're like, oh, we really want to get to know Russell Brunson or we really want to get to know uh, Tony Robbins or Tim Tebow. And, and you know, there's, there's all these like far out dreams that would be pretty much impossible to get our business in front of them uh, in any near quick time. And so we started having to learn how to how can we do things differently? How can we get visible online? How can we get to make a different, make an impact with things that we love by being different and being visible. And so, yeah, so from a personal brand standpoint, you know, two years ago, I didn't even know what Instagram was. I was a hundred percent voyeur on Facebook, 
literally I had like three friends. They're all family <laughs> members, my mom and my wife and, uh, you know, my brother-in-law, like, you know, it, it was, there was not a lot of online presence for me. And, and so you can teach an old, old dog new tricks. And, uh, you know, so it's just, it, it's kind of what led us to the point, you know, really the, the podcast is, um, is, is what the, the start of everything that was perfect for the online position that we're in today. We, we actually launched our podcast January 1st, 2020. It's called Hindsight Hacking. Of course, everybody knows 2020 hindsight, right? Yeah. So, um, but well, that was our little play on that. And, we, you know, we've, we've launched over 70 episodes. It'll be 70 episodes on Monday, September 7th. I'm not sure when this one will air, but uh, we'll have 70 live episodes on our podcast at that point. And, nice. But yeah, uh, hopefully that answers a couple of the questions. Back to the trade show analysis. Back to however you're getting people in front of people. Make the best of it get those connections, figure out a way, how can you help each other? How can you serve each other, right? Like don't go in it trying to make a buck, trying to sell your thing, but how can you serve each other? Absolutely. Wow, that's just great stuff. I love, I love your background. I love how you've, you've transitioned, you've pivoted. I mean, 2020 is the year of the pivot, but you, yeah. you started early. You started a little early. You saw, yeah. you we saw the lucky. trends, which is, which is awesome. Which is awesome. And I love the fact that uh, you, you kind of launched your podcast for the same reason I launched this one is to provide value is to, you know, I saw a lot of companies out there just doing trade shows wrong. When I go to all these live shows, I've done hundreds and hundreds of them. And I see them doing these shows just so wrong and they're leaving money on the table. And I'm like, I want to be able to give them that information that they need to be able to turn these things around, get, get a better ROI. And you're doing the same thing. You're doing the same thing with, with companies and, and with the individuals and entrepreneurs, helping them turn, turn their results around. Right. And uh, so that is, that's just awesome. That, and you're, 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 you're creating that expertise through the podcast. You're, you're showing people, Hey, we know what we're talking about <laughs> and, and we're providing value at no cost. Uh, so, which is, which is amazing. But, and then, and that when people get to know you, they get to trust you a little bit more. And then that leads obviously to, to business going, going your way, which is fantastic. Uh, so you mentioned something a little bit earlier, you mentioned click funnels, you mentioned funnels, and I talk to people all the time about funnels and, there's still so many people out there, so many business owners, so many entrepreneurs, businesses of all sizes that have never even heard the term funnels before. So take a minute or two and explain to people what is a funnel and why should they maybe consider it? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I want to circle back to what you were saying. You see so many people leaving money on the table at these trade shows and that I too, like I, I can just picture myself walking around a trade show and I see two people at a booth and they've got like five different things sitting there and nobody says hi, or, or maybe they say hi, but they don't get to know me. And so like, it doesn't matter what's on their table because I don't know, like, or trust that person. Right. Yeah. Uh, but to circle back to the funnel piece, uh, everybody, it, I assume most of the listeners here know what Walmart is, Right. Sure. And so you can go to walmart.com and see everything Walmart has to offer. Now on a sales funnel, what if you, instead of going to walmart.com, what if you're just there to get tires for your, your car, right? And so if you know you need tires, now I can go to 
you know, tirewalmart.com or something like that, right? And then it just brings up the tires. Well, now it's almost like I have a guided salesperson that can walk through the different pieces of a tire that you may need. Well, if I buy tires, after I buy tires, now the next page, you know, it's not going to be some random piece pack of gum that Walmart might have, right, on everything. It's going to be something related to the tire. And literally every step of your funnel is related to what you're searching for. And so you have a, a salesperson 24-7 that you pay nothing to, right? Or another analogy I love using is if I want a peanut butter and jelly uh, sandwich, right? Like the, maybe I just start looking for peanut butter on, on, and I end up on a sales funnel and it's just peanut butter. And I pick my Jiffy because that's my favorite one. <laughs> and then once I, once I bought the Jiffy, then maybe the next page is the jelly, right? And if I buy jelly, maybe the next page is some bread. And now I have my, my actual peanut butter and jelly. Instead of going to walmart.com, and trying to figure out, well, I've got queso, I've got chips. Oh, there's the peanut butter, right? Like it's got everything. And sometimes you need that. But many times, if you want to focus in sales and get maximize the number of sales that you can get on one product, one service, one item, and then have your subsequent stuff on that page only relevant to that item, right? So if I've got peanut butter, I would my next page is only things relevant to peanut butter right? It's not going to be the entire grocery store. Right. And I see that all the time when, when we're making a purchase. Okay. Now do you want the extended warranty with that? And people that bought that also buy these items. And so it might not be as specific as peanut butter, but, but you're led down that road because peanut butter is what you threw in the cart at that time. Now all of a sudden, you know, okay, I'm not getting the extended warranty on the peanut butter, but, but, but for the tires, I'm getting extended warranty or the puncture proof warranty and, and makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. So let's, let's circle back. Let's stay on the funnel topic. Let's circle back and let's talk about, I'm hosting an online event. I want to get people there. Now, whenever I go to one of these online events, I go and I register and then I'm done. How could using a funnel really benefit companies today so that they can offer more than just the webinar? How would that work for them? Yeah, definitely. Um, If you're not using a funnel to maximize the people that are registering to make sure that they are showing up between the time they register until the actual time of the event, then you're missing out hundred percent. And, and so just, for example, like I am going to, in, in late October, I'm going to have my own challenge. And part of that process here in like two weeks, I'm going to have a, a funnel that will land on something that I'm giving away for free. Right. And I'm going to collect an email address from the person that lands to this site that's relevant to my challenge that wants their freebie. And then I'm going to have their email address. And guess what? I'm going to start through my funnel sending them emails. Now I've, uh, I've, I've collected their email address. I can now market to them forever, right? Now, if I register for a, a webinar or training or any kind of trade show, you, you almost automatically have that email address. So what are you doing with it, right? And so, uh, but, uh, but along those sides, if I registered for this trade show or some kind of webinar, if it's a long period of time, I mean, maybe the webinar starts in five minutes because it's automatic or whatever. And that's, you know, you don't really need this, but if I register for something and it's two weeks from now, I could forget about it. Sure. Right. So, so if you have a, a proper funnel, then you could a 
make them an offer to buy something that they might already be interested in because they just give you their email address. Even if it's for something small, even if it's for something for seven ninety seven, right? Like if, if you can get something that's a value that might make sense to your relevant audience and you get them to pull their credit card out after they've entered their email, right? Like mm-hmm. you're off to the races to having the lifetime value of that customer to be super, super high. And guess what? They want it, right? Yeah. Like I entered yeah. my email because I wanted to. I yeah. entered my credit card because I wanted to, right? And so uh, if you have a proper funnel, you collect the email addresses, which then you can use forever. And then uh, you can start making offers for sure for a, a webinar or training. You, you start making um, reminders because the worst thing is to get someone excited. They give you their email and then they forget about you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So capturing that email, so critical. And, and as you're talking, my wheels are spinning as far as thinking about what is that next step? Okay, I, we got them to the free webinar. And typically a free webinar will lead to some sort of offer at the end of the webinar, whether that is you know an offer for their services or a product or to go further with them or something. There's, yeah. Webinars are rarely free without an offer, <laughs> okay? So, so we know that there's gonna be some sort of offer, but while they're there signing up, Maybe now, and I'm just thinking, so I want everyone to, to think and, and follow with me along this. Maybe you're, for an upgrade, you're giving them a, a special one-on-one coaching outside of just the webinar, and they can pay for that upfront, and it's going to be at a discounted price. Or maybe it's going to be a special post-webinar networking event with all the attendees that it would be an upgrade. And again, you know, like Corey said, they're pulling out their credit card. And they say, hey, for 29 bucks, I can, I can attend this, this networking and I'm going to get this free white paper or this report or something. Get creative. I guess that's the whole point of this is get creative. And what other value can you, can you drive to that person? Because you just got their email address. But what can you do to get them engaged right now? Because then if you get them to pay something, instead of, even if it's, you know, $19 or whatever, it's some small amount on top of that free webinar. Now they've got skin in the game. They are going to show up to that free Absolutely. webinar. You know, yeah. Because how many times we, we sign up for something free and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, it starts in five minutes. Uh, well, you know, it, it was free. So I'm just going to blow it off, you know, yeah. but oh, shoot, I, I paid 20 bucks for that extra thing. Yeah, I'm going to that. I wanted to go to that anyway, because the topic made me sign up in the first place, right? Yeah. And that's, that's so crucial. Even if, if I pull out my credit card, even if it's for 99 cents, I'm now I'm invested, right? It's so much more that skin in the game. It's so huge. Like it, a, you get, you entice them enough to get skin in the game to give you their email address. And like, I know a ton of, ton of places in, in the, the pre COVID where it was, I'm going to an actual trade show that's free, you know, I would put my email in and then I'm, I'd probably get the reminder. But again, just like a, a free webinar training online, I may or may not go. Right. right. But the moment I pay something, it's, it's, you know, it's in that calendar. Right. And so, and and with the online world, it's, there's so many free things that you've got to give some level of free value. Um, But I love the idea of of a pre-coaching or post-networking event, or even if, if it's relevant to get replays of trainings, right? Yeah. There's so many summits that have happened this year because of COVID 
that literally it was free to sign up. And then the next page, the next page on the funnel is, oh, well, you can get access to all the recordings for 47 bucks. Again, that 47 bucks is not much, but I guarantee you that $47 from everybody that bought it paid for any Facebook ads to get more people there. Wow. So there you go. That, that makes so much sense. So money you, you bring in can help offset any of the costs that you, that you have for marketing the event in the first place. Wow. Just smart stuff. And, and it just makes so much sense. Let's go back to personal brand. Describe what a personal brand is. How, the, how would that relate to maybe an entrepreneur or a small business and their brand? And why is it so important? Yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, you, you mentioned the know, like, and trust. Um, at the end of the day, there's, uh, you know, so many different people in every space uh, that, you know, are the expert. And part of them being the expert is the knowledge they have. But the other part is who they are right? Like most of us know Tony Robbins and we know he can provide uh, a coaching experience or, or some kind of life-changing experience. That's kind of right. Like that's what he does. There's thousands of people that I bet you can do the exact same thing, but they none of them command the respect that Tony Robbins commands because of all of his experience and how much he's got been out there. I mean, back in the eighties when it was just promo uh, late night, you know, promo on television right there's three channels before before there was 100 channels right like right. <laughs> tony robbins was on every single station yeah. at the you know the late nights getting his message out there and and that helped him get the no like and trust factor and and obviously be you guys still got to be the expert you got to have the knowledge you got to be you know good and but then if you if you have all that right knowledge like tony robbins has but then you're out there uh, getting people to know like and trust you then it's a win-win and so, uh, I mean, podcasting for, for me and my business partner, we had a, an offline business, as we talked about. Then we start, we wanted to move online. We figured out what we're doing. Then we started our podcast. It changed our lives. And literally, the podcast was like one of two different things that we did that allowed us to accidentally start our ag agency. So we do different things. Like, and, um, most people, you can go into a Facebook group and you're part of this community, right? And so, um, you know, anybody that might go into a trade show, like part of it is networking, right? And so if somebody makes a post, you comment on it. Now, if maybe going into this group, it, the requirement might be, why don't you make an, like go live and introduce yourself or just type out a, who you are real quick, right? Like you've, you have my bio on a piece of paper yeah. and that's, you could go do that and put it on a, a, a social networking site to introduce yourself. Well, my business partner and I, we found ways to be unique when doing stuff like that. So instead of just going and typing out, hi, I'm Corey from Denver, Colorado, we actually go and make a video that's like edited and, and played around with and has fun. And so every single person that sees that remembers it. And like, if you know Hindsight Hacking uh, podcast at all, you can see the bright orange colors. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go to iTunes and search all the different podcasts, our logo stands out when amongst the, when it's amongst the pictures around it, it stands out because it's the bright orange. And so when it, we do these intro videos that a, we stand out because it's different and then B it stands out because it's got our logo. And then the next thing that happens is people start coming to us. Now our agency, you know, we've done over 50 K in agency work in the last two months and we have never done any marketing for it. I have nice. not even built our website for it. 
Wow, there you go. You don't even need a website to have success. To, to sell websites, to sell website building, you don't need a website. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there you go. There's power right there. That doesn't prove what he's talking about with the personal brand and creating that brand for your business and how powerful, how powerful is that? But the thing is, like you said, he's, you've got to add value. You've got to be become that go-to where people know, like, and trust you. It's one thing to, to have all the knowledge and, and be that, that credible source. But if you're a jerk and people just don't like you, you're not going to, you'll draw on some people, but you're not going to draw in as many people as you could. You're going to be leaving, leaving money right there on the table. And, uh, and so creating that, creating that value and people will start to trust you and they're going to, they're going to want to hang around with you. They're going to want to do business with you. Well, I want to transition to, to this part where any event online, whether it's a trade show, it's a webinar, a summit, a challenge, like those are the kind of the four things that, uh, that are happening a lot right now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. People have hired us to, to help, you know, they hired us starting uh, June 1st and they had a June 21st uh, summit. And so they wanted us to pull, make magic and bring people in. Right. And okay. uh, so you can do that. You can put a mad dash and do crazy things, but honestly, if you actually plan it right and do follow things step by step and do things like get on a podcast interview and share why you want to do your trade show or your summit or whatever thing you're doing. And if you give it enough time ahead of time on top of having your funnel on top of collecting those email addresses and doing the things once you collect their email addresses, then the, the number of people that you can bring to your event, it will be tenfold. So if you want an event, don't say, okay, Hey, two weeks from now, I want an event. No, literally like my business partner and I, we are running our five day challenge, October 19th. And that we knew that date six weeks ago. Right. And so this is really a 12 week plan, 10 week plan of us doing things step by step to make sure that we maximize the number of people there. And so not everyone has that long to plan. Uh, but if, if you're going to, maybe you run two events, maybe you do one quickly now and get the most out you can, but plan the next one after that right away. And then do things to maximize the number of attendees right from there. I love that advice of planning the next one in a virtual world. You can do that. When, it, when all the events are live, you have to schedule the, the conference room or, the, or your event center. You got to get catering involved. You got to get uh, the speakers. You got to have people have to uh, travel. They've got to get hotels. There's so much logistics. But when you have an online event, it's a click of a click of a button. And all of a sudden you're there, you're, you're in the event. And so you can do it far less cost. Actually, you could probably have a wider, wider reach because you can get people from all over the world, depending on what your topic is, who you're trying to reach, whoever your target audience is, and you can do them quickly. You could do the, do one, learn from it. It's all brand new to everybody, right? You know, these are all new, you know, even the, even the experts haven't been doing this all that long, but for most, most people out there, they're just getting started or maybe, maybe they've got one or two under their belt. And so they're starting to get comfortable with the technology. They're starting to get comfortable with how to engage people. They're starting to get more comfortable with 
really, really getting that communication going within the event to learn how, how do I manage the chat? How do I get people to ask questions? How do I get more people to last all the way to the end <laughs> instead of dropping off because we have a million distractions because we're most of us are sitting at home instead of in front of a live speaker at a conference so there's so many so many things to consider that and so many advantages of having a virtual event but that speed of being able to just turn around learn from it let's let's launch the next one and we now look we now know more so the next one's going to even even be better so yeah that that uh, person that hired us in june and they ran theirs like uh, Father's Day weekend around that time. Uh, but then, you know, they took two weeks off and then they planned when was their next one. And now it's October 15th or whatever. Okay. Right. And so then we had this runway instead of three weeks, we had this run, we have this runway from basically August 1st until mid October to do things right and to actually get them the right amount of attendees that they need and want. And, um, all that fun stuff. And there's, there's so much stuff you can even do in zoom that, uh, we've learned along this way, right? Like we can get on, we can get on zoom and have a, a speaker and you have a hundred people watching. And you, like you said, people just drop off cause they're distracted by a thousand other things cause they're not actually in front of them. Um, but, uh, I was part of this one event that literally the, the whole basis was human connection. And so the, one person was talking and then he, he did a breakout room and it was with this, like it was a lead, a lead Blake breakout room in regards to you're going to go meet one other person. And this is the one question you're going to ask each other and talk to talk about. And you have five minutes and then you come back mm -hmm. and then you, there's a group you're talking. And then you, and then you go back to another room with maybe two or three people and then you come back and then guess what? Everyone is hooked. And now whoever your speaker is, they will have everyone's attention. Absolutely. And I've, I've experienced that myself and it's powerful. It is really powerful. As long as you don't leave someone in the, the breakout room for 20 minutes, you give them a short time period, you give them one question or two questions to answer, let, let them talk. Hey, in, in three minutes or five minutes, we're bringing you back. So hurry, don't, don't dawdle, just get in there. Let's answer the questions, get to know each other a little bit. And then we're coming on back. And what a great way to keep everyone on their toes because you don't know when you're going to the next breakout. <laughs> All of a sudden, they can say, hey, everyone get ready. We're, going, we're doing another breakout. Here's your next question. So that's just fantastic stuff. Fantastic. I, what I want to do is I want to talk about, because when you, you start talking about you're getting people there for that, that next event from June 1st to June 21st or whatever that time period was, let's talk about that. Because it's such an important topic of getting people to these events. Getting, it's great to have a funnel. It's great to have a, a webinar. It's great to have an amazing event scheduled. But if no one shows up, it doesn't do anybody any good. So can you share some tips, techniques on how to get people to your funnel, how to get people to register for those events and, and to show up? Yeah. Well, we utilize Facebook ads. Uh, that was one. But, you know, this, this piece that they hired us for, they hired us for a funnel, or they hired us to basically run ads and get people to their event. And... But then we, we started and we're like, gosh, the sales message on their funnel is not that good because uh, it was not a free thing. They were, they were selling tickets for it. And, um, and so next thing you know, I'm, I'm redoing that. And then, we, you know, they had Damon John as one of their speakers. Wow. And, but they weren't promoting him. And I'm like, he's your 
top wow. speaker. Like <laughs> this is, it doesn't make any sense. And so yeah. it took, it took us figuring out like, what are the levers that we need to pull? Right. And so there was some freebies that we had, we were able to give away uh, some books from Dame and John, some books, books from a few other people, um, some coaching from a few people, some VIP style tickets. Right. So it's figuring out how can you entice somebody to register? Like if it's free or paid, no matter what you need to get them to go to the funnel and be enticed to a register with an email or B buy the ticket. Right. And so uh, you got to, a, if, if they have to buy something, if they have to buy the ticket from the start, like you've got to show them enough value. And so this, like part of this whole thing, they literally were like, Hey, here's a ticket for 200 bucks and here's all the speakers and all that stuff. And so for me, if I was like, wow, there's so many online things, why on earth would I pay $200 for this? Like I personally wouldn't. So it was, so it, it didn't make sense to me. Right. So then I changed the funnel around and be like, well, you're getting this training from this person with a thousand dollar value. You're getting this training from this person with a thousand dollar value. You're getting this training from Damon John, which, you know, most people would know him from Shark Tank, right? Like billion dollar person right there, right? Like there's all these things that you got to show if it's just online, you got to show the value yeah. that you're, you're getting. And, uh, Getting that, that funnel and the sales page correct was a big thing. Having ads and then getting a presence online. So we, at first, our, our people that we were doing this for, they didn't go online. They wouldn't go online. Uh, they weren't going live at all. They weren't getting their message out there. And so, yeah, I can, I can go live and say, hey, this summit's coming up, but it's not my summit. Like people aren't going to resonate with that, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And so it took a lot of coaching to get these folks that were running this event to actually start getting on Instagram and Facebook and to start promoting it. And, and so that's number one, if, if you have a budget, get yourself organically out there no matter what and, and anything you can do for free, right? Like you and I having this conversation is a free thing. And so anybody can do that. If you want to promote your event, get out there and do things like this and have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. Right. And then on the back end, you can pay for traffic, uh, you know, via Facebook ads or Google or, uh, any kind of stuff like that. But, and then make sure that whenever you entice somebody, there's a strong enough message that when they leave that social platform that you entice them at, when they, and they go to your website or funnel or registration page, that it's an enticing enough offer that they're going to A, give you their email, B, give you their credit card and C, show up to the actual event. That's just awesome. Like you said, use your social platforms. If you don't have it, create it, <laughs> create it and get out there and make some noise. Let people know who you are and social platforms. For those of you who are, who haven't done a lot with it or are they're new to it. It's not going out and just trying to sell stuff all over and over and over. It's about showing what is the value? How do you operate as a company? Get people to know you as a person and your company. Like we talked earlier, talk, get that brand out there. Tell people who you are, that you're respectable, that you're ethical, that you have integrity, that you're, your products have a guarantee, your service has a guarantee that you do a, a, a you know, 100% money back, whatever it is, get people to know you and then get people to trust you and, and be likable, be likable out there. As, as we've all been, we've all seen things where we just get sold. We get sold and sold and sold and it just turns people off. So don't be that guy. Get out there and make, make your presence. Uh, you know, if you haven't tried going live on Facebook, try it. 
because it's powerful. It's powerful and it shows, you know, you can rehearse it all you want, but it shows some vulnerability. It shows that you're a real person and that there's real people behind your business. So give that a shot and then, you know, and then invest strategically in Facebook ads. If you don't know what you're doing with Facebook ads, reach out to a professional, <laughs> let them help you because you could throw a lot of money at Facebook ads and just have that money disappear. If you're not doing it the right way, there's definitely some, some strategy behind it. So get with a professional, you know, like Corey, reach out to him and, and maybe poke his brain and show your value, show your value. Like he said, it's not just saying, Hey, it's $200 for this. Isn't this a great lineup of speakers? No, it's saying if you were to come see Damon John speak by himself, you'd be paying a grand just to see him. So that's a thousand dollar value. Plus you've got this that you're going to get, and that's the value here. And so all of a sudden people are seeing, wow, I'm getting like two, $3,000 worth of value. And it's only 200. Now that, that, uh, that purchase is a little easier to make. And if you say, Hey, guess what? If there's no cost. There, then there's no, you know, it's a no brainer, but you got to show the value. So, so be very strategic and put on your marketing hat and say, what would entice you about your offer? Put it down there and then look at it and have your team look at it and run it by some people, run it by a professional and say, what do you think of this? You know, like, uh, like Corey said, you know, they already had kind of a lineup. They had stuff that they were going out there with this, this comp other company. And Corey's like, well, that doesn't entice me at all. You know, so it's a reality check. Make sure you have those reality checks built in. And, and honestly, for anybody that might, might want to do Facebook ads, like they should make sure that they can sell their offer without an ad first, because if nobody would, if nobody's buying anything without a Facebook ad, then you got to fix that offer first. Uh, I don't care what, if it's an offer, if it's coaching, if it's a product, like if you can't go sell it to your friend or family or somebody down the street by you having a conversation, then you got to work on that first before you waste any money on Facebook ads. So definitely fix the offer, fix the value, and then you can go add it all in on Facebook ads. And uh, you know, and the beauty of Facebook, if you've never done ads, like it doesn't let you do a million dollars at once. It's literally like you can start with only 50 bucks a day. Right. And then you've got to earn the trust of Facebook to even build that up you know, and get beyond 50 to a hundred a day to 200, right? Like you can't just go and spend 10 grand if you've never ran an ad in the first place. So uh, it takes time to do it right. Even on, even when you're buying ads. So while you do that, you start your Facebook group, you get out, you give value, and, and many of us, we like to buy, but we don't want to be sold, right? And so if I know I can trust you and you're out there hustling and sharing and being vulnerable and giving value, I guarantee you I'm going to buy from you versus the other person that's just trying to sell me. Absolutely. Oh, think about that. Everyone who's listening, we like, we like to buy stuff. We buy stuff all the time and we have fun doing it depending on what it is but we don't like to be sold. You know, it's, it's, it's like, uh, I love cars. I absolutely love cars. <laughs> I go into a car dealership and I love just like sitting in them and looking at them and, and just checking the specs and looking at the sticker on the window. But I don't want that guy coming up behind me, putting his arm around me and trying and schmoozing me, trying to, ah, wouldn't this look great in your garage? It's like, no, no, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You can come over. You can ask me, hey, you got any questions? If you have any questions, I'll be sitting right over there. I'm here to help you out. You know, but 
don't try and just sell people. Get to know them. Get to know what their needs are. And otherwise, you're just going to turn people off. So with sell, selling is done the right way. I guess this is where my whole point is. When selling is done the right way, it's not selling. It's you're, you're showing people why they need to buy what you have to offer. And that is, as that's where you need to get people where they're like, yeah, that's what I need. I need what you have. Isn't it so much better when you as the salesperson, when you're doing it the right way, like it doesn't matter if somebody tells you no. Right. Because, yeah. because you just explain why they need it. And if they, at the end of the day, I'm not pressuring you. And if you don't get it, then no biggie. Like I know you need it. I know that person needs it, but if you're not ready for it, that's okay. And so it's a much better relationship all around uh, it, when you're doing it the right way on the sales side. Absolutely. So think about that also when you're at that event, you've got your uh, webinar, your your trade, your virtual trade show, your virtual conference, whatever it is, you've got the people across the screen. And so don't just try and hammer it home. <laughs> don't try to be too much of a hard sell. Take them through the sales process, but do it in a way that you're getting to know who your customer is. Find out what their needs are so that you can, you, you could say, you know what? I know you're looking at this right now. You're looking at this deluxe package that we have to offer. You know what? You really don't need all that based on what you're, you know, we can get you in for much, much less of an outlay. Now all of a sudden you've made a friend and you've made a customer, but you, you downsold them. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes you're going to upsell, sometimes you're going to downsell, but if you don't know your customer, it can come across as a hard sell either way. So just uh, get to know who your customer is. And Corey, this is great stuff. What would be your top tips, things you really want people to take away uh, from our discussion today? Yeah, I 100% believe if you're going to run any kind of event in person or online, I, I truly believe if you build that personal brand and that, and you know, from my, my own name plus my business name and you, and you go and serve, you come out of place from serving way before the actual event, you're going to get more people there. And you're, and, and again, like there's another thing. If you want, like, it, I don't know if you've ever heard of like a thousand true fans theory that literally if I have a thousand people that are true fans, they'll probably buy almost every single offer I make instead of having 10,000 people that are in my network, right? Like I want the thousand versus the 10,000 that may never buy. And so if you come at a place where you're, you're building yourself in this personal brand that's tied to your, your business and your offer in a way that you're serving people well before you're ever trying to sell them. Uh, I mean, people are going to come at you tenfold with, with their credit cards ready to buy whatever you're selling, even, you know, well before they even know what it is. So I think that's number one, go get visible, be unique and give value, come at a place of serving. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. Be that servant leader, right? Be that servant, lead by serving others and you are just going to draw people to you and continue to just give value, give value, give value and get your, but get yourself out there. You can't do it with people don't see you. So you got to get out there in some way or another. Right now it's the digital world. It is uh, getting out there on, and doing, uh, having that social presence, having that social presence, but do it where your customers are. Don't, don't put a bunch of ads out on, uh, 
uh, Instagram or Etsy, if that's not where your customers are, okay, you want, you know, find out, are they on LinkedIn? Are they on Facebook? Are they on Instagram? Where are they? Multiple channels possibly, and but understand where they are and then get out there in a big way. Fantastic stuff. Now, Corey, you were talking about, you've got an online challenge coming up. Tell us a little bit more about that and who should be checking that out? Yeah, definitely. Thank you for allowing me to speak on that. Yeah, so uh, I've got a Facebook group. It's called, uh, you can find it at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash now 22. And on October 19th, we are going to run a five-day challenge. And the, the whole goal of that challenge is to help you as the attendee get more visibility, more traffic to your offer, and ultimately lead that to more sales. And so uh, we, we figured out some frameworks to help us build this agency that without ever building a website, right, we've figured out a way to get visible amongst your people uh, without ever having to pay a dollar, right? And then you can add the stuff that you pay afterwards. And so our free challenge is going to be a five-day challenge, uh, probably like an hour a day. So nothing too crazy of a commitment with a little bit of homework every day. And ultimately, uh, you know, anybody that's in the online world. So if you have a brick and mortar business or if you're only offline, uh, you still need a, so a visible uh, presence, a social presence, you, there's still so many places from LinkedIn uh, to even just Google, getting a better way on Google, right? So uh, definitely anybody that wants or needs uh, to be get more visibility to their, their business, this challenge is going to be for you. Outstanding. So tell, explain to people, those whoever is not familiar with what a challenge is, because those have become super popular over the last couple months. But if no, someone is like, okay, what's a challenge? Describe to them a little bit about what they're going to go through and that they're actually going to have something of value at the end of this thing, even though it's, it's no cost to join, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, ultimately, everybody knows what at a conference, you're going to get a training from somebody and they might be an hour long, right? Um, and many of us, if it's a good speaker, a good trainer, you're going to wish they, it was a little bit longer. Or a lot of people know what a webinar is where you get maybe an hour worth of training or an hour and a half worth of training. So for our challenge, we're, we're going to provide just about just over five hours worth of value. So we're going to give you training for five hours. And, and ultimately we're going to uh, make sure that with the homework that each person does each day, that they'll have some ability to go do things on their own. So nobody would ever have to pay a dollar to us. Uh, you know, obviously we'll make an offer at the end. And again, if somebody wants to take it, great, but it's not like if anybody that should goes to the challenge, if they plug in for the five days, each day they'll have an action step to take. And at the end of the five days, they're going to be ready to be able to increase their visibility and their traffic, uh, online. So that way they can ultimately increase their sales. It sounds like a no-brainer. It sounds like, uh, shoot, if, if, if you are trying to increase your visibility, increase your brand online, check out this online challenge that Corey is going to be doing with Hindsight Hacking Media. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to drop the, uh, the exact links in the show notes. So just click on the show notes and you'll get all the, the links to their Facebook group and to their websites. 
just fantastic stuff. So I wish you the best of luck in that. Hope you hope you just load that thing up with with people because they're going to take away, like like Corey said, you're going to get uh, you're going to get some value by the end of this thing, and it won't cost you a penny to do it. So, Corey, what is the best way for people to to get in touch with you? Yeah. So uh, Facebook Facebook group. If you want, like, where the challenge will be is you know Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash now twenty two. People can go in there now, uh, and my business partner and I—I I mean, we're literally—we're uh, we're actually going to add a daily podcast, and we're doing it through our Facebook group. So we're just going live and having our conversations for these, you know, 10, 15 minute things, trying to provide as much value as possible. And I'm gonna—we're going to actually turn that into a podcast here in the next month. But that's a whole other topic. Uh, <laughs> that, I love it. So that's one place, uh, and ultimately the best place. Uh, otherwise, they can find me at. Um, coreycarter.com and it's c-o-r-y-e-c-a-r-t-e-r.com a little bit about me and a couple of my links are will be in there if there's you know other stuff that they want to go check out fantastic thank you so much Corey. and so again i'll drop all those links into the uh into the show notes check out the channel check out their free facebook group see what they're all about i mean there's, it's not going to cost you anything and if you're you're trying to say, you know what, I need to learn more. I need to learn more about my brand. I need to learn more about how to get out there and do this right so I can get better visibility. Definitely worth checking out. So Corey, thanks so much, man. Thanks for joining me today, adding a lot of value. And, and, and really for those, those people that are listening today and you're doing webinars and you're, you're kind of been frustrated with the numbers you've been getting, Check out, we talked a lot about funnels. We talked about Facebook ads. We talked about improving your social, your social presence. Check out all that stuff and get over to Corey's Facebook group and, and learn more, learn more. Check out that challenge. You're going to have five hours worth of coaching, some lives in there. And it's, it sounds like it's going to be fantastic. So, so get over there and check it out. Corey, th- any, any last words, anything you want to end with? Take the time, build your social presence and have some fun with it. Uh, and ultimately, you know, provide if you come out and serve, right? Like provide for your people, serve your people. Don't be the person that just goes and likes something, literally go and give feedback. Oh, I love this post because, oh, I see you have this question. Here's the answer, right? Like, don't, don't just go be the one that's liking something like literally go and serve the people you want to serve outstanding and that is so true serve 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 do things from the heart do things from the heart and you will get value back a hundredfold and more so Corey, thanks for sharing words of wisdom thanks thanks for coming on and and spending some time with us i I know i got a lot of value out of it i'm sure everyone else did too so we appreciate that and for everyone listening continue to listen to these episodes go back we've got some other great uh interviews and other great episodes talking about tips and tricks for doing virtual events. Learn as much as you can before you launch that next event and continue to come back here to campus right here at Trade Show University. We'll see you next time. Hey, Trade Show Warriors, or should I say Webinar Warriors, (laughs) Virtual Event Warriors, I want to help you out. What I need you to do, get over to my website, tradeshowu.biz. That's tradeshowtheletteru.biz. Sign up for the email newsletter. So right there on the homepage, give me your email address, hit enter, and I am going to send you my ultimate workbook for setting goals for your trade show, your virtual events. 
it's a it's jam packed. It is so value packed, and I'm going to give it to you at no cost whatsoever. It is my gift to you for listening. So get over to my website at tradeshowu.biz.